morning and thank you for joining me uh, once again as we continue uh, to uh, make our way through the book of Acts and we take uh, a Tuesday morning devotional to unpack uh, the previous Sunday's sermon. And so uh, this past Sunday we dealt with Acts 21, 27. Uh, through 22:21, and so just some some thoughts, kind of some uh, uh, perspective and uh, retrospection uh, on the uh, the sermon. Uh, we we still are are going to throw out uh, this this whole question of uh, Paul's uh, willingness to submit uh, to the council of these elders in Jerusalem regarding uh, the, uh, the rituals uh, related to being cleansed from defilement. And certainly uh, we can think of it this way. Uh, you can at times do the right thing for the wrong reason and sometimes you can do wrong things for a right reason. And, and here uh, uh, we, we can understand that Paul did this because his desire was to build a bridge. Uh, that he was not going out of his ways to be offensive to the Jews. Uh, he was not going out of his ways to uh, uh, disrespect and uh, undermine uh, the temple if it were rightly understood that uh, uh, the temple uh, was something God had given for a, a limited purpose and a limited period of time, and that time that 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 time frame was rapidly closing, there there really was not going to be a use for the temple in the days ahead. That he wasn't there to intentionally defile it and offend by his actions and so uh, he wanted to give clear testimony that he found some value in his Jewishness at some level and uh, it's it with <laughs> great tenacity we unpack Philippians 3 uh, and Romans 9, 10, and 11 that uh, Paul counted all of the things that he used to value in Judaism as rubbish according to Philippians 3 and he was pursuing uh, the knowledge and experience of Christ uh, and yet he can say that uh, to Israel was given the great privileges of the revelation of God. And so, uh, uh, like I say, there, there's a great deal to be, to be said about that, more than, than we can say in our devotions. Uh, but Paul was not intentionally thumbing his nose uh, at Jerusalem, at the Jews, uh, at um, uh, those in leadership uh, in Judaism, and he certainly uh, was hopeful in doing what he did uh, that they would see that he was not trying to intentionally defile uh, the temple. And the question we ask, uh, was it uh, a, a theological and a doctrinal compromise uh, for which he paid the price, or was it an attempt at accommodation uh, that he sought to bridge uh, the distance between Judaism and the gospel? Um, I want to call your attention to, to one passage because, again, it's one of those things that could be uh, misunderstood. It's an interesting thing for me that we come back to occasionally. But in chapter 22, verse 16, uh, in the, the section that deals with Paul's testimony, he says uh, uh, that 
after uh, having this encounter, he is, has gone to uh, Ananias, and Ananias asks him this question and gives him this admonition. And now why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. And so the first thing is, if you want to get into the details of, well, is has Paul not even been converted by the time he interacts with uh, Ananias? And uh, those are kind of good questions that we can ask. And uh, it always perplexed me uh, to, in thinking about, well, when were the, the original disciples saved? And that, that's kind of a hard one to figure out. But somewhere in this encounter with Christ, my suspicion he was regenerated uh, there on that road to Damascus. And again, uh, Ananias followed up with him and he fully embraced and fully believed and fully came to understand the truth of the gospel, how everything that he had previously studied and everything he had known pointed to uh, the reality of the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is a verse that might be misunderstood to um, uh, emphasize something along the lines that baptism is necessary for salvation, that it is in baptism that our sins are washed away. Again, Ananias says, rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling upon his name. There's a similar statement, and, and this is not an, an uncommon thing in Scripture. But Peter, in 1 Peter 3.21, makes a, a comparison between the flood and baptism. And he says that, that uh, the flood anticipated baptism, that now saves you. And so is Peter saying that baptism is essential, necessary, instrumental in salvation? Is Ananias saying the same thing? Well, by being baptized, you wash away your sins. And, and I think not. And I think uh, uh, many times in the Bible, we see the reference to the symbol and the, what, what underlines the symbol is a reality. In other words, baptism is a picture of salvation. And it is ultimately the work of Christ applied to the heart uh, that is our salvation, is the application of redemption, the application of the work of the cross. And all of those things are symbolized in baptism. And so sometimes the, the writers and speakers will say something like Baptis the baptism that now saves you, or the, in baptism your sins are washed away. And what they're saying is all that the reality that baptism represents is that which accomplishes your salvation, not the thing, not the symbol in and of itself. It is maybe a confusing way of, of speaking. Uh, if you come to understand it in a different way, then you're allowing a, a works-type um, activity uh, to enter in uh, to uh, the, the nature of salvation. Salvation could no longer be said to be of grace. It would be a, a work that we've done through something like baptism. And so uh, the language is that of almost figurative speech, that is uh, referring to the symbol as the thing which the symbol represents, namely the application of redemption to the life of the individual in salvation. So it's not baptism that saves, it's the realities of the accomplishment of the gospel, the accomplishment of Christ on the cross applied through the Holy Spirit 
that is represented in baptism. So baptism, we still argue, is a symbol. It is not effectual in the life of the believer. And so we'll talk, we uh, surely, surely we'll come back to that in future days. It's an intriguing subject and it is one historically that has brought a great deal of consternation and controversy. Uh, but I hope you find this uh, useful and helpful uh, in unpacking uh, the sermon from this past Sunday. I pray that God will bless the balance of your day.